we need to do the same. You need to do the same. Meet people where they're at. If it's someone completely different from you, and I'm not just talking cultural, racial, I mean, that is a given. Welcome to our Unveiled Faces. I am creator and host, Rosie Leonore, and I'm here to help you find strength and inspiration in your daily spiritual restoration journey with God. I pray that this episode will encourage your faith. Enjoy. Welcome back. Today, I will be reflecting on a story from two different chapters, and I will be comparing two very different interactions that Jesus had with two different people. And today, you will get to see the way Jesus met people where they were at. Now, both of these scriptures requires some independent reading on your part because there is not too much time in this video to go over every single part of both scriptures. I'm going to give you a little assignment. Either as you watch this video, you can press pause or this podcast, if you're listening, you can press pause and read for yourselves, or you can go back and read later. But the scriptures come from John chapter 3, verse 1 through 13, and that is Jesus' interaction with Nicodemus. And then the next one is in John chapter 4, verses 1 through 42. And that is Jesus' interaction with a Samaritan woman. I want to point out the difference between both different interactions. And I want you to learn today how Jesus meets people where they are at, depending on where they come from, what is their background, whether it's religious, uh, what is their story. Uh, we know Jesus knew. We know Jesus knew people already before he interacted with them because he, the son of God, right? God, really God, because three in one, he already knew who they were. We are obviously not God, so we do not know where people exactly are at. However, we have a sense, right, that we, when we meet someone, or even if we just know them a little bit, we kind of can sense a little bit about where they are at or where they're from or perhaps what their lifestyle may be. Uh, and so this is really coming more from a perspective of you having um, some idea, right, of where they are, kind of where they're coming from. Um, not to prejudge a person at all, uh, just to look at them and say, oh, they must be like this or they must be like that. No, not at all. Again, this, this, this kind of interaction will probably require you to know them in some way, okay? Whether it's a neighbor um, you've interacted with or gotten to know, a coworker, a friend, okay? So when I speak to you about um, how we can imitate Jesus and how he interacted with different people in both these situations, for example, you will have had a sense um, or a pretty good idea of uh, where the person is at, uh, maybe spiritually, you've had a conversation, maybe, uh, and, and, and a lot oftentimes it's, it is, you know, you'll, you, in both these situations, you see a lot of spiritual differences here. Uh, so let's begin, okay? 
So if you've read John chapter 3, verse 1 through 13, you will find an interesting character named Nicodemus. Now he's interesting to me because he goes and meets Jesus at night. He, you know, people assume perhaps he didn't, you know, want other religious leaders who knew he has, he has this reputation, right? Some people say, well, he didn't want people to see him interacting with Jesus um, because it was kind of a threat at the time. Um, it, it was, it was the, people would look down on, you know, people who, especially if you're a religious leader, to go and interact with this Jesus who is claiming that he is the son of God. So, Perhaps that's why, um, we don't know for sure, but he's interesting because he comes to Jesus already with this curiosity and this sense of wonder, like, who are you? You must be someone special. I've been hearing these things about you. And then Jesus responds to him in a very, um, in a way that is, if you look at his responses, he is very you know, kind of assuming that he has some knowledge, right? So, um, you know, but then there's other parts where he tells him, you must be born again. And that is like, what? To Nicodemus. So he'll start, you know, he'll start teaching him. But he teaches him in a higher level. He doesn't underestimate Nicodemus. He he brings up this this idea of you must be born of the spirit, right? And so Nicodemus is trying to figure that out, but Jesus is challenging him. And Jesus is not underestimating Nicodemus. He's having a an educational conversation with him and he's trying to reach him. Again, a religious leader, not just a religious leader, like a high, want somebody in a high place, right? Educated, comes from a higher class. In John chapter 4, verse 1 through 42, we see Jesus interacting with a Samaritan woman. Completely different social class, completely different or very different, let's just say, cultural background. The fact that she is a woman, okay, the fact that she comes from, um, she is mixed. So the Samaritans, um, they were, there's Jewish uh, who married people who were unbelievers. So they were like mutts, I guess, you know, people would call them, you're mixed, right? And so Jewish people did not interact with them. They also have a history. If you read in Nehemiah, you can, Nehemiah 2, 9 to 20 and Nehemiah 6, 1 through 14, you will see uh, the, a little bit of history on, um, there was a conflict and basically in, in this interaction that Jesus had with the Samaritan woman, uh, you'll hear, you'll see about something about how, uh, no, well, you know, we worship in this mountain because we built it. And then you see some historical background on how they built this mountain and why they built it. So if you want a little historical background, you can go there. But what I love so much about Jesus' interaction with this Samaritan woman was that it was completely countercultural. First of all, Jews did not interact with Samaritans. He wasn't even supposed to go to that town. He was not supposed to go by there like he was heading on his way and he was supposed to take like the the long route and he didn't on purpose this is a different situation jesus purposefully sought this woman jesus purposefully wanted the samaritans to know about him jesus purposefully picked this sinning woman to be the first one at least in the book of john the first one 
to be revealed that he was the Messiah. Okay. She had the privilege of being the first one, according to the book of John, to being revealed that he was the Messiah. And so that was a big deal. Now, if you read in the interaction that Jesus had with this Samaritan woman, you'll see the words that he used, the way that he talked to her was very kind, was very respectful. Again, just even the fact that he spoke with her and the fact that he's asking her to draw water from the well and he drinks from it. You know, it is said that perhaps you could have, you could compare it to someone who is of a higher social class asking to drink from a canteen of a homeless person. That is how the contrast was. That is how like not really socially acceptable or maybe not desirable. Like if you think about it, uh, drinking from the canteen of the homeless person, for example, like, could you picture yourself doing that? I know I couldn't like, and I'll be honest, like I, it's a shame, right? That I, I'm like, yeah, but you know, the germs and this and that. And, but listen, this is exactly what it is compared to because the, the, the contrast of the Samaritans and the Jewish people and the Jewish people just seeing the, the Samaritans in a, in a different way, it is huge. Now, Jesus speaks with her respectfully. Jesus knows about her past. He reveals to her, you know, you, yeah, it's true. You don't have a husband. Actually, you've had five husbands and the one you're with is not your husband. And she's like, you must be a prophet. And, and, and he keeps talking to her and, and, you know, she, she talks to him a little bit about, um, their history and he doesn't look down on that. You know, he meets her like she, she, he, they have a spiritual conversation again, totally, totally like, you know, a taboo, but he has the spiritual conversation with her. And in the end, she's like, oh my gosh, you are the son of God. You are the Messiah. And she drops everything. And let's pay attention to her interaction here, right? Because now she's a believing person. She drops everything. She drops her jar. She drops everything. She drops her chores. And he, she goes into towns and she starts telling everyone. Mind you, this woman was already shunned by her own community because she was a very sinful woman. Her reputation was not good. Jesus is speaking with this kind of woman that not even her own people, not even her own community would speak to. Imagine the magnitude, right? What does that tell you about Jesus? What does that tell you about Jesus? And look at the impact that it had on this woman, that he had on this woman. So the two interactions, right? Jesus met both of these people where they were at. He spoke with them respectfully. He spoke with them uh, in, in, in exactly the, the way they should have been spoken to and with wisdom. Uh, but with the woman, he spoke with even higher, like a regard that you're like, okay, that's crazy. Like, I get it. You speak to Nicodemus like this, but he's a religious leader and okay. But you speak with this woman this way and she is so not a religious leader at all. So I want us to learn from these two interactions that because Jesus met people where they're at, if you're a disciple of Jesus, if you're a Christian woman, if you're a Christian person listening to this, we need to do the same. You need to do the same. Meet people where they're at. If it's someone completely different from you, and I'm not just talking cultural, racial, I mean, that is a given. For sure, you're like, you're going to talk to all people from our places. That's a given. 
But I'm also talking about religious backgrounds, spiritual backgrounds, whether there is a spiritual background, whether there isn't, it doesn't matter. We have to meet people where they're at. And you know what? If you don't know what to say, ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. Because if you are a woman of God, you have the Holy Spirit in you and the Spirit will guide you. And remember that you have the Word of God. You know, when Jesus spoke to both of these people, he, remember, he is the living Word. So when we speak to people, we must always bring the word. Remember to the, the importance of getting into our Bibles daily, memorizing scripture, having scriptures on our heart, really getting to know scriptures so that we can also not just nourish our own souls, but help others meet people where they're at, share the gospel, which again, you see this woman do right after that. She was just sharing the gospel, even though she didn't know half the stuff that Nicodemus did, right? but she's sharing the gospel immediately, right? It's exactly what we should be doing. And so I want to challenge us. I want to challenge you. I'm challenging myself. I want to challenge you to do the same. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of our Unveil Faces. I pray that this episode has encouraged your faith and I will see you next time. Friend, thank you so much once again for listening to another episode of our Unveiled Faces. I would love to extend an invitation to you to leave me a review. What do you enjoy most about this show? What are you getting from it? Also, any feedback? What would you like to learn in future episodes? Thank you once again for listening to the show and I will see you next time.